0: Welcome to Venice. This will be your last meal.
1: Hello, hello, and welcome. I'm Nick. I'm Ryan. And welcome to the Leku Studios podcast, freeware game review number 95, Streamers,
0: the Nest release, a podcast for the week of October the 14th. Sound like, guns. sound like um bubble wrap foley work <laughs> so bubble wrap nobody's ever questioned what foley work sounds like okay i filled this oven mitt with bubble wrap and you're gonna hit it with this rubber mallet foley work
1: i took the sleeve off of an edition of the dictionary and i'm gonna scrape it across some empty tin can lids Foley work.
0: (laughs) (laughs) And that's how they made the sound of Godzilla's roar. It was an oven mitt full of bubble wrap and a dictionary sleeve and some tin cans. And then just like sped up and layered. Yeah, Just like, just play three instances of that over each other. And you got Godzilla's scream.
1: The best thing that you do is when you're trying to make either a lion roar or a car engine revving, and you just take those two noises and overlay them. <laughs> yeah, I'm trying. I think I did that for something. I was trying to make a noise that sounded like the most like aggressive thing possible, and it was just a car engine and a
0: lion roar. That's what uh, Zoids is about, right? That's like all the noises in Zoids. Yeah, it's just lion roars and car engines at the same time.
1: Man, that was something amazing I saw the other day. Somebody it made... is called Zoids,
0: right? That's yeah. the show
1: about like robot lions. Yeah, it was a Zoid, but like it was somebody's like OC Zoid, which was oh, based Christ. on which was based on a Luxray.
0: Oh, and it okay. looked amazing. Yeah, there was um in Gundam Battle Assault three, <laughs> the 3D one with like the environmental shit. Yep, it was pretty dope. And um, hacking. Yeah, there was. I feel like there was a quadrupedal. There was. There were quadrupedal robots in that. Were those from like Seed? The second. That whole show was from Seed. Like I don't think. I think maybe there was like,
1: w- like maybe four guest robots. Yeah, that I, from I, Seed. I
0: think there were like, you know, there was probably an RX-78 and a Wing Gundam and an
1: Endless Waltz Wing.
0: I don't think they were both. If they were both, I'm going to punch somebody. They
1: had to be the Endless Waltz Wing. Because don't you know, that's how it always was.
0: Oh, well, yeah, it probably is. But um... I think we're doing that thing again. Hey, man. If you don't like Gundam Battle Assault 3, the 3D one with environmental stuff and also hacking, that is the full international title. <laughs> <laughs> maybe uh, maybe go away. Maybe just uh, maybe get out. It could be. It could be. So um, before we get into our main topic of streamers and after this bullshit, uh, there's just a couple things I wanted to bring up. Uh, recent news about video game stuff. Um, Air Buccaneers HD, uh, which we talked about previously on the show, um, successor to the UT mod of the same name, uh, has, as of today, just entered its beta phase of production. Um, with, concurrent with that, it's on sale for €10 Euros right now for the next week, so get on that. Uh, it is free to play, but for €10 Euros you get access to the new beta content, which are perk trees and cosmetic uh, customization for your dude. Um as well as I've heard tell of new ships, there is a new attack and defend game mode, which is pretty great. One team spawns with like uh, a golden ship that's controlled by a giant octopus. Oh man! So you can't pilot it, but you just kind of have to accompany it and defend it or destroy it if you're the other team. That sounds pretty is fantastic. Pretty great. Yeah. Um, Air Buccaneers. It's had a uh, sort of a graphics overhaul since last time we talked about it. The animations and player models are far less jank uh the whole canon stuff has been overhauled a bit to be more user friendly basically um it's on steam greenlight right now so if you haven't checked it out go check it out um if you have checked it out and like it i guess vote for it on on greenlight i mean they're they're going to keep developing this thing in any case so i don't really know what that's going to do for them uh wider player base yeah i suppose and they're there are a lot more people playing it now. like, um, Which is probably the best thing about it, because that is a game yes. that is great with like full teams, so you have full crews. Actually, a couple shout-outs. Um, uh, when, when I was playing yesterday, there were a lot of people that said that they were there because of Total Biscuit's recent WTF is Air Buccaneers. It was actually, uh, he did two episodes with, the, with one of the lead developers. Um, I, I think it, it might have been the president of Ludocraft. That's um, awesome. So it was pretty interesting to get, uh, you know, commentary from the developer on the current state of the game and everything. So yeah. check that out. Uh, yeah. And shout out to two players, Captain Rowe. No, Captain Core and Engineer Rowe. Guys, it was fantastic fucking playing with you the other day. You are two of the most competent. Just You guys are great. You're really good at keeping a ship together. Thank you very much. You guys are really good. I hope to run into you again. Um, in other news, I've got some hot Heart of the Swarm news. The Battle Hellion is now called the Hellbat. I thought we... Uh, no, we did have one of those already, did we?
1: I'm down with a Hellbat. Okay. But so, like, does this game take place in Hell? No. So it is a Hellbat out of Hell? Yes.
0: Okay, we will Meatloaf be appearing in this game? When you transform a Hellion into a Battle Hellion, this is actually pretty weird. Um, the unit portrait and voices actually change to be Meatloaf. Really? No. Oh, that would be really weird, and I'd really love it. <laughs> that would be great. Um, a Battle Bat out of Hellion. Wait, fuck. <clears throat> so why don't you introduce our? Uh, actually, topic today, or would you like me to? No, uh, I have a piece of news. Actually, oh, okay, uh, news actually, yeah, news actually coming news up or... on our next segment. News, news actually. actually,
1: Nick has. Uh, okay, so uh, the Carmageddon Kickstarter, yep, which uh, succeeded a little while ago, yep, uh, and they've been working on that. What they've also been working on, sort of, uh, to keep hope alive, while they're working on the Carmageddon rebirth, uh, or was it reincarnation? Doesn't matter. They've been working to create an iOS port of the original Carmageddon, which they have actually just announced is ready to go out. They have a date for it. Wednesday, October 17th, is the day that it goes on the App Store, and the first day it's going to be free as a uh, gift to loyal fans. Cool. So if you have an iOS device this Wednesday, make sure you go on there and you look up Carmageddon and uh, you get that. Because Carmageddon, kind of dope.
0: All right. I'll do it. Fuck. Yeah. That's my news. In other iOS news, I got promoted to the Clever League in outside, out, Outwitters the other day. Not Outsiders, that Stay Gold Ponyboy, pony boy, and not Darksiders, <laughs> Stay, stay Grim, stay,
1: stay Horse, War Rider Man. So... Uh,
0: <laughs> today's main feature... We are Um, the best at this today. We are discussing a game from the Action 52 Remake Project by the Underside's own Mr. Pedunkian, Streamers! Because, uh, I mean, this came out a
1: while ago, Yep. and then I think there was another Game Jam where he actually did Streamers Streamers 2 2. built in Unity in 3D, and that was actually kind of cool if it wasn't for the fact that it broke all the time. Yeah, I think Um, whenever
0: you, you hit, at least for me, I remember like half the times when I would hit one of those like uh, balls that killed you. It would crash the game.
1: Yep. Also, that game did feature a giant purple steamworks space dick. Yep. Uh,
0: so, NSFW on that. I guess you just got this episode tagged as mature. You said space dick.
1: I did. Oh, dishonor. Um, dishonor came out. Apparently, that's like super dope.
0: Yeah, I check it out.
1: But uh, the, the reason this has come back up and in a very, like, because when he made Streamers uh, the first time as part of that project, uh, it was all right.
0: Mm-hmm. I, th- I think it's a fantastic little game. I think it's great.
1: Yeah. But, like, the reason why it comes back into the news now is because uh, I guess he's got, like, a new company he's working on, mm-hmm. uh, working with, called Game, And they're going, they've made this a NES ROM? And they are actually going to work with a sort of, uh, I don't even know what to call it, like a bootleg NES cartridge manufacturer? Like, they just have, like, aftermarket cartridge parts, and they will burn your ROM to it and then sell the carts. So there's going to be, like, a A physical NES release that will run on NES hardware of streamers. (laughs)
0: Ladies and gentlemen, it is 2012. And shit is indie as fuck. It is time for clacks.
1: Oh, stream.
0: But yeah, so Streamers, that's wacky. Yeah, so we we never really talked about this game before, so let's get into what Streamers actually is, regardless of the weirdness of its upcoming re-release. It is a remake of a game from the Action 52 uh, cart, which was one of those big compilations of like 52 really shitty games. Yep, so Uh, shitty. And there was a project a while back uh to remake one of those games, you know, take the core mechanic of that game whether it was like, you know, a shitty scrolling shooter or a shitty platformer and remake it with good mechanics and try to make a good game out of it. Uh which Mr. Podunkian did with Streamers.
1: I'm trying to remember. I think he he may have spearheaded that entire project actually to get that off the ground. Yeah, I, don't um, know. I don't trust me if I say that. Okay. Um and I want to say there were maybe like 10 or 15 games that actually got completed out of that. Yeah. Um, out of 52. I don't remember who was given the rights to work on
0: Cheetah Oh, but. God. That. I don't know if you could trust that to, like, a mortal man. Um, exactly. Think of it as sort of uh, the antithesis to the 301 Pirate Cart, which was <laughs> just an effort to make 300 really shitty games. Yep. Like Speed Bear. Ah, Speed Bear. Uh, so Streamers is a sort of platforming game where you don't jump. You have a like a 45-degree up-in-the-air grapple a la Bionic Commando. Yep. And you are tasked with climbing a tower using this, uh, avoiding shocky orb things, and pie-throwing clowns to defeat Master... Master Y. y. It is Master Y.
1: Um, uh, the, like, second screen, the game warns you do not touch Master Y's balls. Yeah. Because
0: they will kill you his tower is guarded by many fearsome clowns. And then in the end, it turns out Master Y is X streamer's core, and you have a streamer race with him as the tower is exploding. Yep. And that
1: works pretty well. Yeah. That's pretty cool. Um, Also, like in the original release, there was just sort of that main mode since then, there was like, uh, e- even before this NES release, there was uh, another version put out that had like a time attack mode that had a couple of alternate modes.
0: So, on the ROM release, in addition to the original story mode, there is now also S- Superb Joe mode, which is like a five minute timed run of the last section of the game, and Streamers mode, uh, where you play as Dr. Terry Convarg with uh, V mechanics. That yeah. has maybe the most satisfying ending to a video game that I've ever experienced.
1: Yeah, that was that was pretty good. Um, and again, it has that. Uh, it has that Arthur Lee twang of everybody is a notable indie person,
0: yeah, and just ripping on them, as well as uh, the sort of stilted, you know, quote badly translated, shitty Nesrom ROM writing. Yep. Uh, which is just fantastic.
1: Like, he's always had, like, a pretty good sense of writing. Sometimes I don't get why he just falls back on that, because when he's just trying to be funny, he's still funny. Yeah. Like, he he
0: doesn't need that gag. No, he's I'm, good well, on his own. I mean, it, it makes sense within the context of the, you know, Action yeah. 52 remake thing. Um, but, yeah, I, I definitely agree with you. You know, you'll probably see this sign again soon. Yeah. It's good. Fantastic. Um, Speaking of which, hey, Underside Man. When's the game coming out? Work on, uh, Mario Gear Solid 3 as well. Need something uh, to stream this winter. Hey, Underside Man. When's the game coming out? Stop, uh, drawing HD sprites of the parts you already did and go (laughs) do the (laughs) next part.
1: I don't care if half the game is in HD. I'll take a later half HD game. Oh, that would be... Uh, no. No, you can make an HD world where everything looks like that.
0: In addition to, uh, what was it? Ladder world? Yeah. A whole world of ladders. imagine...
1: Yo, I'd be down with Ladder World. Um, like, just... So, like, talking about, like, nest style games in this year. Like, it's 20 dust. Yeah, it's twenty twelve.
0: 12 Fucking get it.
1: So, you can go and you can get this game.
0: Yeah. Yeah. But just like you know, you can go get a NES ROM of it right now and play it on a NES emulator. You can get the original version and play it not on a NES emulator. And within some time, you will be able to buy a NES cartridge and play it in a Nintendo Entertainment System, possibly a Famicom. I'm not sure.
1: Yeah, that I'm actually excited for that. I may
0: break out your NES.
1: I may do that. Yeah, the NES. I only got the two games:
0: Duck Hunt and Mario Three.
1: Uh, no the Duck Hunt Mario combined cart and the Legend of Zelda.
0: Oh, okay. Yeah.
1: But yeah, it's just like, you know, this is sort of in the line of like your Mega Man 9 in the line of your like your Retro City Rampage. Like,
0: these things are happening. Your Retro Games Challenge. And they're like, they're good things. Techno Ninja Gamble Man. Like, you know, we were just looking at it and like,
1: it's weird, like, were the people making NES games at the time just, like, bad at making games? Is that what it was?
0: Um, I mean, there, there wasn't as many years of development and, like, industry-wide learning, you know? Yeah. Um, If you would go, say, ask a, uh, was it John JonTron or Egoraptor that did the sequel item shit? Uh, that was Egoraptor. If you go and ask Egoraptor, he would say yes, because Mega Man taught... Uh, game developers, how to make a good game. Yep. Um, but yeah, I mean I, the, I mean like what like the whole form was much
1: younger then. Like you know, sometimes we mentioned like the five God Trios NES
0: games, but like what were like the best games of the NES? And like how fond good of Kung were Fu. they? I'm fond of Kung Fu. I'm I'm honestly not that familiar with um the the NES era. I mean, I suppose The Legend of Zelda is there. Yeah. Uh, you know, a Mario three. Mario a, Me- 3. a Mega Man Two,
1: Me- the Mega Man games were there. You had the Kirby game. Mister Gimmick was a thing that came out. Like Mister Gimmick, yeah, it's it was a weird one. I tried to get you to play it one night, and you weren't having it. Really? Yeah. Oh, I don't remember that at all. Okay, um, you play as, like a green blobby man. You throw stars and potions and shit around.
0: That sounds pretty great. It seemed pretty great. I haven't played you know, much of it. You're not thinking of Joust, are you? Because I wasn't fucking no. around with Joust. But like any time I think of... Like, Final Fantasy was on the NES. Well, that's not saying much. There were, like,
1: probably several Dragon Quests. Which is, like, whenever I think of NES, I basically just think of, like, Mario Brothers 1 and Tetris and Dr. Mario. Like, those are the NES games in my mind.
0: I think of Kung Fu and, uh, that one on one, uh, basketball game with Larry Bird and. I mean, probably Michael Jordan.
1: Professor K. I feel like maybe that that would be a worthwhile thing to do for us, at least, is just to be like, how good was the NES? Because whenever I look back, I was like, the NES was just sort of
0: like a a thing. I mean, they had a Kirby game on there with no copy ability. What the fuck's that about? No copy ability? Yeah, Kirby didn't have a copy ability in in the original Dreamland. I thought he did. No, in Kirby's Dreamland, there was no copy ability. Really? He could puff and he could slide.
1: No, because that was on the Game Boy one. Was like that, yeah. But that's the thing. Like, I've played. Oh, that.
0: Oh, yeah. I've
1: okay. played the NES version, and you could. Okay. And that's the thing. Like, I look back and I go, like, whoa! I had no idea because I
0: had the Game Boy version. and I was like, oh, I guess this is what games are like now. In this era. Now huh, on the Game Boy, though, you had a uh, like Mario and the Seven Rings. You had those Wario games where you got helmets and stuff. Those were dope. Six golden coins. Six golden coins. What did I say? Uh, seven rings. The fuck is that? Uh, some Sonic RPG?
1: No, oh, that was Sonic Chronicles made by Bioware. That's
0: weird. I was thinking of, um, Mario RPG, Seven Stars. That's the one. It wasn't an RPG.
1: It was another, uh, it was another platformer game. It was a pretty good one. The six Guard six coins. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I know.
0: So. It was fantastic. There was that one level in the tree where, like, you could get your head stuck in the, uh, the sap. There was a level where you were inside a giant mechanical Mario? That was freakish. There were a... Uh, rabbit ears were the floaty thing in that game right yep god that was weird it's That's a weird game. game a lot of Mario
1: games are weird if you think too hard about them
0: yeah dude a lot of video games are weird
1: dude video games it's... lots of them <laughs> 20 does <laughs> get them <laughs>
0: <laughs> in summation video games are pretty sweet guys yeah guys check them out fucking dude
1: no yeah but like like that thing like like, they did stuff that probably totally holds up today. I don't know why... At the same time, it's like, are we, like... What is more important? Are we, like, making or that we're sort of, like, taking things that were great then and just, like, continue, like...
0: Well, I think the... Or, or is it, like, the
1: design under constraints?
0: Yeah, I think the the, the best thing about D make projects is sort of taking... Uh, like, rather than just, like, oh, check it out. It's the characters from TF2 in this new context. Um... You know, say, but, like, rather than that, taking, like, one simple mechanic from, you know, maybe a game that didn't execute on it well, like this Action 52 stuff, and then taking it and refining it to the point that you have, like, that simple mechanic that works.
1: Well, yeah, I mean, taking a good idea that turned into a bad game and instead making
0: a good game out of it, that's mm. going to lead to a better thing. Yeah. Um, but no, 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 just, I mean, in terms of just, like, really basic... Game, you know, stuff like uh, I think like we, we've gotten past a point in the mainstream anyway where you have like one simple mechanic and you make a game around it and that's, you know, your game. Yeah. um So I, I like seeing, you know, simple games like that.
1: Well, I mean, it's kind of weird because like, you know, it, it's again why my argument is that Sonic 3 was like the last best Sonic. Was because that was sort of the last, you know, that was like one of the last games in recent memory that made it really far. Which just like, you have like one mechanic, which is, or you have like spin dash, and then you have, you know, go fast. Mm-hmm. Like spin dash and jumping, and that's about it. And then figure out what to do in here, and then they just like add more things around it. I mean, like you look at Mega Man 9, you look at Mega Man 10, and it's like, no, we've gone back. And once again, all you have is like, I don't think even slide dash. Or the, the, no, you've,
0: Yeah, I do have slide dashed.
1: Maybe in 10. I don't think it was in 9. Huh, weird. But, like, you don't even have that in the game. It's just run and jump and shoot, and they continue to add new things around that. Like, it's th- there is something to be said there. Like, the, it's it's a process of proving that, like, no, you could use, like, a good idea and then build stuff around it rather than needing to have, like, a lot of good ideas that you combine together. Or even just that idea. Like, like that's... Sometimes that's what... package
0: a competitive multiplayer mode with it.
1: Yeah, yeah. But just like, you know, sometimes that's what we get nowadays. We get, you know, game design is a process of take cool things from before and combine them together. Now, like, that's kind of what, that's what Darksiders was. Yeah. It was, you know, a love letter to other cool games. And they did it pretty well. But, and, but that's the question. Like, can we sort of find an objective way to say that one of these design philosophies is better? Or are they just like two different things? Like, I don't know. Like. Maybe it's just what you're in the mood for. Because sometimes I like a really simple game. Sometimes I like a Sonic or a Mega Man, and sometimes I like a Dark Side. I just want to see new stuff constantly.
0: Mm.
1: It's probably easier to do the the combining game because then like it's like well we're already combining. Let's bring more things in, or you you know new interactions between mechanics will reveal themselves to you. But and then doing something like Mega Man is hard. If you know, it's like well we already had. Gutsman and Cutsman, what do we do now? sparkman diamond man, pharaoh man, you know, and then you get sort of down Buts that hole. Man. But, you know, but then at, at the same time, sort of like, well, or, or like sometimes the, the problem is like, you know, you look at the, the smaller enemies in Mega Man games. I find okay. that's like, it's just like, how many different smaller enemies can you get? How many, you know, how is this one going to act like an asshole? How is this one going to move around in a way that you haven't seen before? You know, how... And even then, how bad is it if it's like, no, this does the same thing, but it looks different?
0: There is a lot of that.
1: Yeah. I mean, you look at the big jumpy-eye guys. Like, there's a bunch of different colors of them. Mm -hmm. They're all the same jumpy, single-eye guy. Cyclopses. I don't know. But then sometimes you're just like, no, this stage has, like, you know, three gimmick enemies and a bunch you've seen before. Like, sometimes that really works out. Like, as long as you have something new every time. It doesn't have to be... Like, it does sort of have to be a new mechanic, but it doesn't have to be, like, a new usable mechanic. It has to be a new mechanic that you bounce off of.
0: A new thing to interact with rather yeah. than a new thing that you do.
1: Like, in Iconoclasts, I actually think it's sort of guilty of being the other way around. Like, yeah? I feel the way that that guy is making that game. Like, it just felt like every time there was, like, a new thing to do in a game, it was because you got a new mechanic. Like, here's a section where you get, you know, you get to unlock doors. Here's a section where you get to, you know... But then, or with the unlocking doors, like all right, now here's your your spin, or like here's your swing, or like here's your. It, it just felt like you know. It wasn't like keep giving the player new things that they can do, mm-hmm. and then just put like more examples of where they use it, rather than giving them a new way to use an existing
0: skill. I mean, all of the
1: granted, I kind of class there wasn't much to it because it was short. But I, well, yeah, yeah I that's mean, kind of vibe i was getting the from the full game,
0: game, but um, but. I mean all the, the new things that you're interacting with in that game are environmental. It's not like they're new abilities that you have or whatever. It's just like here you need to use your wrench to open this sequence of doors or slide these platforms in such a way or whatever.
1: I thought there I thought there was like new stuff you were getting in that game pretty quickly.
0: No, in the in the, the preview it was just like wrench and gun and that's about it.
1: But like I hmm. I mean maybe I'm insane okay the, the, but that's just like the way I remember that game it was like very segmented it's like it's like here is here's a new toy to play with but we're not gonna do anything interesting with it I, I'm sort of talking backwards on my own point now aren't I? I'm not
0: entirely sure because I <laughs> lost the ghost somewhere no, I just think like that's a wrong opinion. No. no, no, I mean like I I don't I got like I'm thinking back to the Iconoclast and like I got none of that vibe from it. Really? Like yeah. I don't know where you're coming from with that. It like
1: the game just felt very segmented to me, both in like visuals and like new areas and then also in mechanics. Like you are in a new area, so we're going to play with these mechanics here.
0: Well, I mean, keep in mind that it also you know, was like, under development, so he's probably just, like, you know, testing out those concepts. But, but like, like, that's the thing. Like, if you're, like, at the beginning of the game and you're introducing concepts to the player, you can
1: do it, like, once or twice. I felt like it was going on for too long. Like, here is a long stretch of playing around with doors and platforms. Here's a long stretch of trying to wall – or swing jump around. Here's, like – Granted, like, it was short, so there wasn't much of that. But, I don't know, it's, like, it's, like, yeah. (laughs) It's also been a little while since I played that. Okay. And then, like, when he was doing interesting thing with, like, the writing, like, they were, like, really short. Like, there was, like, a short scene with that boat, and there was a short scene where you were crawling in the rafters, Mm -hmm. and there were some scenes where you're just standing around, and, like, he's doing good with them, but then they're all really short, and the parts that are long are maybe parts I could do to be a bit shorter.
0: I mean the gameplay
1: parts. (laughs) Like, gameplay parts where you're just, like, doing the same thing over and over. Like, you're playing... Like, there's this one mechanic, and you're seeing it, like, slightly different ways, but, like... You could be seeing them in those slightly different ways, sort of tossed around. That is, would make them more interesting. Like like, like like a, like oversaturating you with how this mechanic works.
0: Is this like a a slight thing that you've built up since in your mind since you've last played the game? Because I don't.
1: No, like like that game is still like really good. Like the part that he did. Like there's a lot of good things about it. So, like
0: like you're making it sound like egregiously grindy.
1: No, like. I don't want to say it was – I feel like it's – like it's underselling itself. Like he's like here is this it, – it, Some somebody was describing it the other day. Um, they were talking about Super Mario 3D Land and like there are sections in that game where like there's like a gimmick that appears in a level and then yeah. you never see it again. Yeah. Yeah. Um, it the, happened
0: all the time in Super Mario World. I thought it was great.
1: It is great. but it's, And then that sort of thing, like, what I was getting from my iconoclasts, they were like, here, you better, you know, it was like, here's this one gimmick that you're going to see forever after. And it's like, it's just introducing you to all the gimmicks and then by the end of the game, you see, like, everything you know, and there's, like, even if you keep introducing new stuff, it's like, sort of uncreative in, like, you are seeing this new thing after we introduce you to it and saturate you with it, it is going to get old and it will be interesting when we start putting it with, you know, combining it with other things, but the game wasn't long enough to get to that point
0: yet. Well, yeah, because it wasn't a completed project. It was just like, this is what I've got so far.
1: Yeah. But even then it's sort of like, like, but but, like that thing, like if that's all you've got so far, like, Introduce it, move on, think of something else. Like, you don't. I mean, maybe I'm just remembering, like, in memory when time, like, stretches on certain parts of the game that you remember. Mm-hmm. Like, that's kind of the part of the game that I remember. So I remember moving a lot of platforms around and just for too long.
0: Okay.
1: Ah. Streamers! Oh, but. Okay. Ladies and gentlemen. So, okay. Like, streamers
0: has you throw in way too many ropes in streamers. They give you like this rope thing at the beginning and then you have to use it for like ever. That's kind of what I was about to say. <laughs> no, like 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 there is a thing like man, in Sonic they make you run to the right in the beginning and then you run to the right like forever.
1: Yeah, but then you run to the right in the desert, you run to the right underwater, you run to the right on a weird tuba train. Like the thing, like in like in streamers it's like you're going to be streaming the whole game, so you better really like streaming. Like, like it is... But then again, it's also short. Like, yeah. it is short, and it is complete, and then you're done, and if you like streaming, we're not going to give you more places to stream, we're just going to challenge you to stream better. And that's time attack mode. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, like, you know, they introduce clowns, and walking, and moving around, and... Yeah, like, streamers is a decent game, but there's really you know, there's not much to it. Yeah. But as it is with anything, like, like, that's the thing. Like, you compare it to, like, a Mega Man, and that is the proof. You can basically compare it to, like, Mega Man and Sonic, and you basically see, like, okay, you can take, you know, like, if you give the player few actions, you can make it interesting by just putting them in new environments with new entities that have new behaviors. Mm-hmm. And streamers doesn't do that because it's short. Mm-hmm. And with Iconoclast, I feel if I'm just going to touch and try to clean up whatever argument I was trying to make it's like okay, it's like he was getting to that but spending too long on each thing he was doing in a part that he did like for the for the length of that like it could have been a bit shorter for all the mechanics that were in there okay um and then just get to like more interesting write more clever dialogues I don't know um
0: have you ever played Super Metroid A little bit. Have you ever completed Super Metroid? No. Okay.
1: Or was Super... No, I did the GBA remake of Super Metroid. No, the GBA remake of original Metroid was the one that I beat. Much shorter. Yeah, I haven't beaten Super Metroid. Okay. I haven't beaten any Metroid game. I beat a Castlevania game. I beat the Castlevania game that was not a Metroidvania. I mean, I beat... I didn't beat the Upside Down Castle yet. I gave up. Because I was like, I've seen all of this already. When mm-hmm. it was right side up. <laughs> Tables made sense and shit. And we're not a ceiling. What kind of bullshit is that?
0: <laughs> yeah, streamers. Okay. Um,
1: They're making it a nest game, ain't that wacky? Yeah, let, <laughs>
0: let's wrap this up. Because I need to get out of here and get this my car inspected. Yeah. Um so Streamers,
1: originally remade just by Arthur Lee in 2010, is now being put out once again returning to his true home on the NES as a product of the Faux Game Company, which is going to be Arthur Lee and Kale Amonen, which I'm pretty sure I'm pronouncing wrong. And we'll put a link to the Faux Game Company website on, in the show notes. Show notes can be found on our webpage at Studios.net slash podcast. If you would like to send us feedback about the show, tell us what you think, tell us about things that you would like to hear us talk about or just things that you find interesting that you think maybe we would like, you can always send us an email at net. Tell can... us about
0: your day. Tell us about your lunch. Yeah. I'd, I'd be interested to, to learn about you, the peoples. Tell me about a sandwich that you got that was really nice from that deli, you know. Oh, dude, I love that deli.
1: You can always find us and contact us on Twitter at Aliku. You can find us
0: on aliku.tumblr.com. You can find us at facebook.com slash aliku. You can find the podcast in the iTunes Music Store. We'd be really appreciated, appreciative, if you wanted to rate or review.
1: Because that would help us get out there. Um, Just tell a friend. Just tell somebody you know. If somebody says they're bored, say, hey, I know a whole big list of cool games and some dudes who will tell you why they're cool. Hashtag
0: OSPC. Hell yeah.
1: All right. So until next time, this is Ryan and Nick saying, give credit or credit. It's 25 cents
0: per play. Okay.
1: We need to build a future brain. Like,
0: (laughs) hold on. I'm going to just ignore the entire conversation up to this point and say, yes, we do need to build a future brain. Well, because, like, do I need to explain that or are you just on board? Like, we're. I mean, first, we need some kind of fortress. Yeah. Yeah a a brain palace and then we need a big glass <laughs> tank and then we need to fill it with our future brain <laughs>